Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by the Emom Box, subscription boxes built for people who wad. Get an original box every month on the month filled with fresh gear, wad accessories, healthy snacks, and more, all delivered right to your door. Boxes are curated by fellow fitness fanatics to give you the highest quality gear. The Emom Box does the hard work for you guys. You enjoy the savings. 40 plus percent off. With the free shipping anywhere in the U.S. of A, the Emom Box is the best way to add to your gym game. Use code VOODOO in all caps to save 20% off your first box order. That's V O O D O O VOODOO in all caps at theemombox.com. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by Nutrishop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing and anything you need printed. That's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 75, sitting down here with uh, Chase Akers. Hey, man. Um, in the uh, Fit by 40 garage, yep. <laughs> international headquarters. Oh, yeah. That's I like to call, uh, when we record sometimes at Barbell Voodoo, which was uh, Roy, um, one of the owner's house, we would call it Barbell Voodoo International Headquarters. And uh, he was like, well, I did ship one overseas. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Since the games, he's shipped quite a few overseas. Right. But uh, but yeah, so welcome. Hey, man. Glad to be here. Yeah. yeah I'm glad absolutely. you could be here. Um, well, the the easiest thing to say is, uh, you know, par- our podcast, we do it in two parts. The first part's talking about um, your story and your fitness journey. Sure. Um, and you have a heck of a one. I, I saw um, the second part is we'll figure out what that is when we get there. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I saw your article which is an article about you not yeah. the one you yeah. wrote but but yeah. one that i guess Lindsay wrote mm-hmm. um in nashville fit magazine yeah. um which just came out with their latest episode uh episode they'll laugh at that because they were on here twice and i kept calling them episodes and they're like the magazines aren't episodes issues <laughs> issues is the word yeah. but then i was like yeah y'all got a lot of issues and yeah. they didn't like that either they didn't think that was near as funny as i did um so anyway, so yeah, a couple of issues back though. Um, yeah, it came out in uh, de- November, December. I yeah, think was that issue. November, and I have it right here. Yeah. yeah, it was the it was called something, right? Like the 
The recovery issue. The recovery yeah. issue. I was going to say just the awesome people issue, but that, I mean, it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Um, has really cool stories. Um, like if, if the listeners listen, remember back to uh, Katie, she was on it. Um, she had a, uh, a, a stroke, um, which was an incredible story. And coming, coming back from that, it's people that have mm-hmm. come back from adversity or, or things that have happened. Right. Um, and you were a part of that. Yeah. 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 Wild. Wild, yeah. wild. So, so tell us about you know your fitness journey. It, you can start from wherever you want. Yeah, man. It's. I think we need to kind of buckle up and go way back. Let's take um, it way back. Yeah. Let's jump in the so, DeLorean. Go for a ride. It's your story, Marty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, for those, I guess, for those who haven't read that article, or maybe outside of the the Nashville fitness um, scene. I think I think there it'd be worth kind of explaining what what it is and how it started, like mm-hmm. how my story is. Um, I am now twenty five, um, but I was born uh, prematurely by about three months. Okay, and that resulted. Basically, what happened with that is um, when my mother was in labor, she had been telling the doctors, like, "Hey, you know." I know my body, this baby's coming, like oh, wow. it's happening yeah. right now. More and than a premonition, this was this it, was she was yeah, feeling it. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't just like a like, you know, I think I'm having close contractions. Like it was happening mm-hmm. for three days. Oh wow. And doctors like, No, you're not, you're not in you're not in labor, you're not in labor. Like seventy two hours later, they were like, Oh, you you actually were. Oh wow. And he's probably not gonna live. Oh wow. And my mom. Now, where were where were you geographically in this? I was born in Orlando. Orlando, okay. I was born in Orlando, um, but I claim Nashville because we moved back. My my dad had a had a uh, job at Disney. Oh, being really? A, an arranger and keyboard player for a lot of those shows at the oh, time. Cool. And so, um, I have a sister Camille who's ten years my senior, and she had mm-hmm. kind of spent her childhood in Orlando. Um, but we moved back when I was about. 10 months old. Okay. So I, I would, I claim Nashville as my native sure. where I'm from. But at the time I was in, we were in Orlando and the doctors had been like, oops, you are in labor. Sorry. Um, he's, but here's the thing. We've got like a 92% chance of mortality. Like 92. Yeah. It yeah. was something crazy. I don't know if uh-huh. it was in the eighties or the ninety. Like that, that was like what my mom remembers. Like it was somewhere within the 20%. Yeah you know, flux range of he'll die. That's crazy. And yeah. my mom is it's like, and the people who've met her know she is, she is like five foot zero, like fire plug, just intense. <laughs> so yeah. she's from Lubbock, Texas. So okay. like, you know, she sounds about like this, you uh-huh. know, just very like, and intense. she's Texas big, Te- like yeah, personality wise, Texas big and, and about, you know, four feet tall. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, small no, package. He's going to live. Big person. He's going to yeah. live. And, she kept saying that yeah. she was like, he is going to live. And they're like, well, he might, but you're, yeah. you're going to hold him for about two hours and he'll be, he'll be gone. Yeah. And so I don't remember if it was a C-section or not. I mean, okay. obviously I don't remember. I don't know if remember it from, you what don't remember the daylight me. opening up or anything. No, or? no, unfortunately no. Um, no. Agonizing, squeezing <laughs> right. through a small place. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's great. Um, but you know, they, they, I was born, and my dad describes it. He says, you're about the size of like an iPhone. Oh, like wow. A moder- like a six yeah. or a seven. He was like, I, you could fit 
in a palm. Wow. And he's like, and just looking at that, he said, he, he said it, it was just unbelievable. So mm-hmm. naturally went into NICU and they kind of, you know, put you back into the oven, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I believe I spent about three months there. Yeah. Um, but basically I, trying to stay out your term. Basically. Yeah. 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 Let, you know, do, do your time. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, um, came home with heart monitors on, you know, mm-hmm. my, my mom talks about, she's like, She's like, yeah, we had, there was ECG stuff all over you and, and like a breathing monitor, heart monitor. Like we had to watch all the time. At home? At home. Yeah, That's this wild. Is, this is yeah. 90 days in the okay. NICU, uh, ballpark. Yeah. And they said, you know, he, he's developmentally, he looks fine right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's just, he's a small guy. Like he's a small baby. You know, yeah. It is what it is. Around, around two or three, and this is where the aspect of, what cerebral palsy is. I'll call it CP just so we can keep, you know, CP. That's where what it is starts kind of showing up. Okay. And so it's not something you can see before then. It's not necessarily. No developmentally. It comes along a little later. You see it. It comes along. You see it in early childhood development. Gotcha. Because what cerebral palsy is, is a neonatal stroke Mm -hmm. that can Mm -hmm. affect certain, uh, areas of the body in certain ways. Um, Now are those areas basically limitless? Like they could affect any any particular parts yes. in general, or yes and no. I okay. think the the long and short to that is, um, it mostly has has to do with kinetic uh, neurokinetic communication. Okay, so we have and uh, there's some like kind of medical language I can use around that, but um, my case specifically is called spastic uh, spastic diplasia oh, or diplasia, okay. um, meaning my muscles behave in a spastic um, manner mm-hmm. and it is both sides of my body from the waist below. Okay. So our more, our more severe cases of CP, you might see somebody that is wheelchair bound or um, maybe have some issues with cognition or speech Okay. or um, like a traditional stroke patient, they might have an issue with their, um, uh, face or mouth or, mm-hmm. or hands. Um, luckily enough, in my case, uh, it it doesn't affect my cognition, speech, or my upper body. Okay. So, so what is it? What does it mean to to have spastic? Does that mean like versus static? Oh, yeah. So like, there's zero control. Can you feel it happening? Like what? Like what? How does it? So it's, it's more, and I, I'm sure people in the medical community could kind of correct my, my lack of, you know, I, I didn't get a degree in this or anything, but <laughs> you become the, a doctor afterwards, huh? The, right. Um, yeah. the behavior of the neurons, ba- basically what's happening to the brain, um, in the motor control mm-hmm. is saying, you know, we see these neurons firing, but we don't know what to do with that information. Okay. So I, right. I can do, th- and we'll get into more as I started progressing out uh, of the quote unquote worse uh, times of my life with okay. CP. We can get into how that changed. Yeah. But spastic and spasticity behavior, uh, basically the brain, the, um, the brain sees neurological messages being communicated, yeah. but they get scrambled uh-huh. and it's like, we know you want to lift your leg forward, but we're not sure how to do that. Gotcha. We don't okay. really, there's, and what results with that, you got to keep in mind these, these two lanes, if you will, run parallel to each other. So you mm-hmm. have 
neurons that are not firing correctly or at the right time, and you also have resulting atrophy because of that. Okay. So it's like, it's like you know, if you don't do a bicep curl, like take something simple. Like mm-hmm. if you do a half rep of a bicep curl and mm-hmm. you throw your back into it, are you really working the head of that bicep or are you just jerking your back into a faking a curl? Yeah. It's the same thing in my case with, with spastic diplasia when I walk or when I do a lunge or walk up the stairs. Uh-huh. My brain is not really understanding those communications correctly. So what results is atrophy and lack of development because the brain is going, yeah, we get that you want to move your leg this way. We just don't have the right, these are like darkened pathways. They're like uh-huh. cut wires, you know, like, huh. like, Isn't that an, interesting? like wow. an ethernet cable or like an audio cable with yeah. these mics. Like it's just lost in translation. Huh? Yeah. So, where we're at with that is, yeah, I, you better believe I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel like if I, the other day I trained my roommate, I went out and worked out with him and I hadn't been, I hadn't been doing any strongman stuff for like a good month. Yeah. And I go to do a farmer's carry and these knees, man, it, it's, it looked like, uh, it looked like electricity meters. They were just shaking back yeah. and forth. Okay. They were going crazy because the brain is saying, okay, we remember this. But we don't have the infrastructure to perform this, uh-huh. and so yeah, you you it, spastic diplasia will result will result in like cramps or Charlie horses or because huh. you know you think about anything else you take an underdeveloped muscle yeah and you try to do something to it that it's not ready to mm-hmm, do mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the CNS is gonna is gonna freak out central nervous yeah. system will start reacting adversely and saying, whoa, this is crazy. Can you, and and the legs are shaking or anything, you know, like anything else. So that's, that's kind of an eagle eye view of the bird's eye view of, of what CP specifically, uh, SD spastic diplasia would be. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, but again, like, like any stroke patient, these cases can range. I mean, I've seen guys. Yeah, this is for you. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen guys and girls that are less severe than me. And in my case, it's considered mild to moderate. Wow. And I've seen things that are are just heartbreaking. Sure. In terms of quality of life Mm -hmm. or or, uh, lack of mobility or or ambulance, you know. Okay. So I'm sure you'll, I might be getting ahead. But like, so you're talking about like farmer's carries and stuff. So before that point, when if you were training that regularly, yeah. would that become uh, more functional with work or? Yeah. 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 So let's, let's go back. I will kind okay. of, kind of fast forward to like yeah, sorry, childhood. I got, I got childhood. No, but that's a bad. good, I want to put a pin in that. <laughs> I want to put a pin in yeah. that because that's where I want to go. Okay. Um, that's fascinating. My yeah. parents, um, I will shout out to Vanderbilt Medical Center and, mm. and the Children's Hospital because Dr. Greg Mincio um, who is still working today mm-hmm. and he's, he's fantastic. And Greg, I'm going to send this to you, but, um, they're pretty good over there at the, awesome, that children's man. clinic. I've got, I got great things <laughs> to say about them. I do too. I've had he, around age there. three, around age three, they were, I was walking on my toes and severely pigeon toed. And I actually mm-hmm. go into this in the, uh, in the Nashville fit article. Okay. Yeah. Um, is more in text detail, but I was walking pigeon toed. I was kind of tripping over things. Uh, my knees were bowed in my, my hips couldn't move mm-hmm. left to right. And 
you know, uh, basically all planes of movement were severely restricted below mm-hmm. the waist. Okay. And the doctors were basically like, okay, this, this could be a multitude of things. He might grow out of it, but we think it's cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure at the time, it, and the thing all these years later, I really haven't asked my family how they felt when they heard those words. Yeah. I wonder. Because you know, that's, it's like a diagnosis, you know, it's, mm-hmm. here's what it is. But they were like, we can do this surgery. And this is kind of where the story starts. We can do this surgery that will hit a, it'll be a reset button. It'll okay. be, it'll be taking the game cartridge out and blowing the cartridge yeah. <laughs> and hitting the reset button. So flashback Nintendo. Yeah, What's exactly, up? Nintendo. Um, <laughs> Most of the people listening to this will be like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Sorry. Right. Um, it was a reset button. So they said, all right, we're going to put him under at five. We're going to put him under the, under the knife at five. Wow. And we're going to, and it's where my lack of anatomy fails me. Um, we're going to cut and lengthen the quads, the hamstrings, calves, Achilles heel, and turn his femurs out. Oh, wow. And rebolt them to the hip socket. That sounds insane. It was insane. Yeah. It was insane. And jumping ahead, I mean, now, like, what I've got basically now is scar tissue from from waist to floor that is gnarly yeah it looks great it looks (laughs) so hot it's yes um but it was you know and at five i'm going you know i've known i'm different yeah there's there's always that sense of the other we'll get we'll get more into that but i've known i've been different and now i think my five-year-old mind processed it like i'm gonna go do this thing and then afterwards i'm not going to be different mm and i just, that was like the biggest mind screw at the time that yeah. i wasn't aware of yeah. i think cuz i was like this is going to solve all my problems <laughs> right yeah. right jacob that's it that's what yeah. i'm saying is like i remember going into that thinking like all right like i'm going on a roller coaster here i uh-huh. got my ticket and i'm going to and yeah. just get it going and i came out of that thing you know they gave you the shot you know that you that knocks you out mm-hmm. you know it's like ever clear and you just yeah. go out you know. <laughs> um, Here's your here's your PGA. Yeah, here's wake your, up in a little bit. Here's your Southern Comfort. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I woke up in a half body cast. Wow! And couldn't feel. The only thing I could feel was pain. Yeah, they basically said, um, "This is as if you've never used your legs before, mm-hmm. and you are going to have to relearn how to walk. You're going to have to." At age five. Five. Yeah, I was in kindergarten. It's shocking. I can't even remember any of that in my life and right it's impressive yeah so i'm i'm in so you're you were you went in going this is gonna be it i'm gonna be healed from this magic whatever wake up you're like what the heck like essentially yeah but i knew and my my parents and my like support system like even my dad's like friends in the music industry and Mm -hmm. like my headmaster of cpa uh, richard anderson who's now at, at grace christian okay he was there. Like yeah. all these people from CPA were there and they were all saying, we got you. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, oh, that's I, cool, huh? yeah. I think there was a reality that like my family and support system did a great job with saying this may not change much, Yeah, but we're here to help that's basically. Cool. Like yeah. you will be, I think they translated what a five-year-old could understand. Like, uh-huh. here's the starting line and we're with you to the finish line, mm-hmm. wherever that is. Mm-hmm. And they were just basically like, God's got you. Like, yeah. There's there's no issue here. 
That's so God's cool. got it. Yeah. You know, and I, and I believe that I think waking, like I said, like fast forward to like waking up the surgery was like 28 hours or something, oh my. Or something insane. Yeah. Cause it basically just like, well, that's a lot of work to do. Right. In one day. Basically take, yeah. Cut all these muscles, lengthen them with like vice grips, basically. Like, all I picture is the, how they do Laffy Taffy when they lengthen it, but that's 100%. probably not what they no, do. No, hundred percent. It's on like yeah. a rolling machine. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. They, and they, they said, you've got these, I woke up, I like bleary eyed, you know, mm-hmm. I remember every detail of this woke up. Wow. And it was this blinding pain in my glute medius, uh-huh. piriformis and, yeah. um, hip flexor that wow. like it was, it was just like knives and they would, they would have to give me basically, I was doped on morphine for like what felt like a hundred years. Yeah. Just Which is wild enough. Tripping, like for a five year old. Understand. Yeah. Like I was tripping. They would come in in the IV and uh-huh. I was like, all right, peace. I'm out. Like right. I would just yeah. be, um, I just remember waking up and seeing this cast and going like, all right, like this is where we're at. So the next, the next two years <sighs> I'm, I'm sitting in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and my mother and, and my grandmother are, are taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Am I am I good here on the? Yeah, you're fine. Okay, cool. I'm just gonna turn you up just a little bit. You know, my mother and family and everybody are taking care of me, and I'm you know I'm I'm regressing to wearing diapers. You know, yeah. like like I'm I like can't go to the bathroom by myself. Like, well, sure, you literally can't I'm, go anywhere. I'm like in, you're, I'm you're in, stuck. Yeah, I'm playing like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on Nintendo and like GoldenEye. Yeah, you know this is probably like ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay. So I'm just chilling, <laughs> and. uh like a villain. Yeah, it maybe 98, 2000. I can't remember, but, you know. Basically 20 years ago. T- yeah, 20 years ago. That yeah. sounds right. Um, the whole message was, you got to learn how to walk again. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, okay, like, I got, you know, you start rolling in the wheelchair, and the physical therapy was the most daunting thing, because it was like, it felt like this chore. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to, I better... I better do this right or else. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or the dread. You know how PT can. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying that with all PT, but most but PT generally. Yeah. There's definitely that threat uh-huh. of you know do this or or yeah walk the line or you're gonna or, re-injure yourself. You're gonna you're not gonna get better. You're gonna pick up bad habits. You know, like right. all those things. They right. put the fear of God in you. So I, I came, feel like <laughs> funny thing is I came out that surgery so limber. Because keep in mind, like hamstrings are basically just butter now. Yeah, yeah. That I, my dad, I would be sitting upright with like this perfect straight back, uh-huh. and he would just push my head down, and my nose would touch the floor. Oh, he'd just go bloop and yeah. just like bend. And I remember just being, they would like, you know, for like a stimulus kind uh-huh. of thing, just be rotating my <laughs> hips, and then you know they're like, okay, you're out of the wheelchair. Spent about six months to a year in that. Mm-hmm. Now we're putting those, you ever seen those braces that I, I forget there's a three letter acronym like E, EB something. I don't, there are these, these like polymer braces mm-hmm. that go on a child's calf and Achilles and under the foot that you put in shoes to basically, oh, okay. uh, force the, the, the lateral, like basically X and Y planes of ankle movement to okay. be correct. Yeah. So got into those. Start walking with a walker, and it was like my dad's favorite thing to like 
act like I was an old man, like with this walker, and he'd be like, he'd be like, shake your head, you know, like he'd be, you can't see it, but he'd be like, he'd be like, <laughs> and I remember even I was like, this head. is funny, like I yeah. remember being in first grade kindergarten, and be like, I'm hilarious right now, yes, you know, learn how to walk again, and the P, the the message with the PT was like, we're gonna do this, but have a good life. Mm. Your quality and your quality of life is gonna be, eh. right? It's just gonna be my. And I just remember, I remember going, and this this will kind of propel us into the rest of the story. But I just remember thinking, that's got to be crap. Yeah. No way, no way. Like if you did this massive surgery, mm-hmm. there's no reason that I I should be subject to. I just remember being like pissed about mm-hmm. it. Just being like, no way. Yeah. I, I've, there's gotta be a better sense here. So start walking again, doing physical therapy. And then I guess like kind of reacclimating to like elementary school. Mm-hmm. And now that thought, if we bring it full circle, that thought of, oh no, I'm still different. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Yeah. So when you went back to elementary school, did you start, you started on a walker? Like I started school. in the wheelchair. Okay, you're still in the wheelchair when yeah. you went back. Started, school. Okay. yeah. When I went back to school after after a while, mm-hmm. and then they kind of did. They kind of see you progress in that. Like, did that cause any excitement with peers or? Yeah, and like, I, think, I know you had a good adult system. It sounded like, but yeah. were there were there peers that were like, "Holy cow, you're on a walker now!" Like, what, what's going on? Like, yeah, I think from what I can remember, the the. Peers and like I mean, colleagues of elementary school were, <laughs> the were colleagues like, of elementary yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, great fiscal year, Tom. Yes, you know, great um, job. I, I think they were just like, whoa, like that's kind of that's kind of gnarly. That's mm-hmm. cool. Like, he's yeah. you know, rough rider kind of thing and graduated to the and I, I just remember never, never feeling I feel like where I grew up, the school where I grew up did a great job of not being like you know, put him in a glass bubble and make sure that yeah. he doesn't make sure. And my, I mean, my, my mom was like, we'll we're going your, outside. Here's your bubble. N- yeah, yeah. She was the opposite of that. My yeah. mom was like, yeah. here, like you can go full speed in that wheelchair, like down the hill. I don't even care. Like you want to yeah. go fast, go for it. Like that That's was, cool. that was her. And it's like, I feel like my family kind of communicated that to my community. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. They were just like, look, don't give him special treatment. Mm hmm. And that was like, like I might as well like have tattooed that on my arm, like, yeah. like doesn't want special treatment, like, because it it was just it was great because yeah. I I felt like you can get your cast signed and you know chicks dig scars kind of thing, and, yeah. And reacclim to answer your question, now reacclimating it, it felt from what I can remember, it felt pretty quick, okay. you know, in terms of, um, wheelchair to walker to mm-hmm. boom the caster off. Like that, that was like a, like a huge day. Yeah. Like cast her off, braces on, let's walk. Like now let's flat run. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't maybe a year later. Okay. So how was running compared to students in the class? Like that's always the, that's the million dollar. Yeah. Yeah. So like, cause you went through this whole thing to be yeah. able to potentially walk and run normal. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Um, so did it work out? 
Yeah, in a way, I think I think okay. what happened was like I I, oh, I used to run Pigeon Toad and now I'm not, and like, but there was still like I said, like CP is a permanent mm-hmm. affliction, right? Or so we think, you know what I mean? Like okay. it's permanent; it's a stroke. So there were still like neurokinetics and neurocommunications that were not firing correctly. Uh-huh. But I remember the first time I, I ran again, just being like, "Oh my gosh, I've got I've got like." I can bounce now. Like I've, oh, I that's felt, cool, yeah. I felt like an athlete. Like uh-huh. I, I felt like unstoppable. You know, you know, Phil Knight on the on the Oregon <laughs> track team. I just like boom. I'm yeah. running. Like You're I'm gone. running. You yeah. know, and and I just remember being still being able to play army and and play spot. You know, uh-huh. just being like with the kids. You know, yeah. and, and riding a bicycle. And my dad still taught me how to ride a bike again. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. it was like it, basically every like I said reset button. So let's do it all again, but this time let's do it better. Yeah, and with more intentionality and, exactly. and how you're how you're moving. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah, kind of yeah. like working out. I mean, you know, getting good mechanics from the start is yeah. way more helpful than, than trying to, to regress yeah. and and do your mechanics again. Okay. And realize that you know. So you, so you learned everything again, starting again at five. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yeah, five yeah. to seven to eight. Yeah, that would yeah. be. Yeah. Wow. So okay, all right. So elementary school. What what happened next? I think, I think is like we, you know, we talk about like the adolescent, like coming to consciousness mm. of like, oh wow, like social, social cues and like, you know, your body is changing. All the videos <laughs> that you see, you know, you know, chicken soup for the teenage oh, soul know, and like yeah. all those, yeah. all those Bibles that had the like tips for teens. Mm-hmm. I just remember like, I would say that would be the next thing is I like, looked at those and being like, oh, here we go. Like. Uh, uh, th- those can speak to some people, but uh-huh. not not to me. They, I was very bitter. I was very sure. like um, growth spurt, growth spurt. What happened is I developed this limp that I still walk with today yeah, because uh, of the growth spurt. Yeah, I, yeah, dude, I hit this growth spurt. I went from like five feet, like four eleven, to like five six in like wow. six months or yeah. like eight months or something. That's crazy. And my, my parents were like, are you limping? Like friends would be like, are you limping? And I was like, I don't know, but mm-hmm. my shins really hurt. And I was probably like 13, 14. Okay. My shins yeah. really hurt. Everything hurts. And I just chalked it up on like, CP, whatever. It, keep in mind, I, I feel like I should say this disclaimer, never played a sport in my life. Never wanted to work out. I like made fun of people who'd wor- worked out. Cause sure. I felt like, yeah. it, you know, just racer back tank and, check out my lats, you know, like yeah. I, I figured that's what life was like. And I, I didn't want to be a jock. So mm-hmm. I, it, I didn't care at the time. I was like, I'm just going to be different. I'm sure. just going to be blah, blah, blah. And I, I start developing this limp because the, this left shin is killing me from this growth spurt. And I shot up to like five, six and about eighth grade and like have been the same size since and like hit this growth spurt, started kind of limping and then stuff just got worse. Like I, I felt really? like, yeah, yeah like I, I gained a little bit of weight, like for my frame, like I gained a little bit of weight, could not, like didn't really have like any sort of endurance health uh-huh. or like could, wasn't really strong. And that's like what most of high school was like, like that kind of area was like, I just like didn't play sports, didn't care about it. Cause I, I didn't want to identify as a quote unquote jock. Cause I, mm. I felt like that was like, 
not cool or like right. not not artistic, you know. Yeah, what you saw, you were like, I don't want to be that. Yeah, I don't want to. So I don't want to. Let's be real. Yeah. I don't want to be the guys that bullied me. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't want to be that. Like, I want to be. I want to like do my music thing and like. So did you go to CPA in in high school as well? Uh, up until eleventh grade. Eleventh yeah, grade. I spent I spent twelve years at preschool. To you 11. mean in private Christian schools? There's mean people. <laughs> <laughs> this is a disclaimer brought to you <laughs> in private Christian schools. You, you wouldn't believe there oh, there man. are mean there are mean people. And, oh man, and it's so shocking. It's, how I could, bet there's how, also mean Christians out there how too. Could, how could that? <laughs> there is no such thing as a mean Christian. I do not know what you are talking about. Yeah, dude. I uh, I mean this, and you know, come come a long way with with like I think the emotional the emotional. I don't know what that was. Yeah, the emotion, the emotional health surrounding that. But yeah, dude, like ki- kids are brutal. But I think kids are like this is kind of like the sober me talking now. Sure. Like after all those those years of like pain, like I can just gloss over that. Real, I don't even have to spend time in there. I was bullied. Yeah. Yes, there are mean Christians in private school. There mm-hmm. are mean kids. Yep. But I think too, like we don't have the the sensibility as as adolescents and young adults to be vulnerable to be courageous to mm. be to sure. say like hey this kid is really different and i want to get to know him mm-hmm. like i i made some great friends that are still like day ones like still with me mm-hmm. and those people got it you know but i mm-hmm. don't think i don't think we have the the vocabulary as kids to be like, mm-hmm. how do I relate to this person who's nothing at all like me? Yeah, not in, I, not unless one of two things happen. One, you're exposed to that, and, yes. and that becomes yes normal. Yes, I guess you know. I, I don't mean to say normal, but it normalized in in your you become socialized to it. Yes, there it is. And then second is if you have people who help you process what's going on and what you yeah. experience. And you without know? being exposed, it, without being exposed to that, if you're not put into a place where there is cerebral palsy or mm-hmm. MS or, or something, something different, but still related to differently abled people, maybe yeah. down syndrome, maybe, uh, maybe amputees or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, then you're not going to be sensitized to it to where you can, yeah. unless you've got stellar parents who are like, Hey, this is what like ninety percent of the world is like. Mm-hmm. Like this, this like Williamson County privateness <laughs> is not at all what the yeah. world is like. So sure. I, by that standard, yes, I'm thankful to God alone that like I learned that. Mm-hmm. But there are yes, there may be mean mean people out there, but there are some people who are amazing. Sure, yeah, and. Yeah. Those people have faced adversity mm-hmm. and like hard adversity, yeah. And that could be financial, that could be emotional. I don't, I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and like knowing, knowing teenagers the way I do now in right. my life, looking back, like I went to Father Ryan. Uh, wow. Oh wow! Here in school, oh, so wow. like, so you know, so I, yeah, you, you know. so I asked that question just yeah. just to be a jerk, but like, <laughs> it was hilarious. Nobody ever says that <laughs> um, because you know, like they are. I, there, there were people that were just a holes, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, like you know, go do your thing, whatever. Um, but like predominantly, we just had our groups and we hung out in our groups. Like that, that was about mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. But knowing now, those those guys that are those, um, I, I, I mean, maybe elite athletes, but like those those upper tiered, very talented, 
athletic types yeah. are, I believe, somewhat that way because that's the only way that they can express what's going on inside. And and so they don't do you get mean the, that from do you mean that from expressing like pain or joy? Everything. Or everything? Yes. Okay. Everything is expressed through yeah. athleticism. Sure. And so they don't get to process things um a lot of times through um their emotions, through uh communication. Yeah. Um and, and so I think a lot of times they, they struggle with difference and I, I don't think they're threatened, but they don't know how to React to it, other than beat it, and it's wow, you know, <laughs> oh. and, and, and so because that's that's all, oh, that dude, they can do, you know. The, and I think that kind of language around, like, I had never really thought about that. Like, yeah. beat, like, be better than this. Like, I, I mm-hmm. have to win. Mm-hmm. And and no lie, like, I wanted that too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. It's like I wanted to be quote unquote normal. Sure. I so wanted to be something that I talk about in the article too is like I remember being like we're talking like now later later teen years like seventeen mm-hmm. eighteen I was like I'm gonna turn twenty one and I'm gonna like grow out of this and I'll like <laughs> suddenly have a go- a gorgeous like beard and yeah. man bun and I'll be jacked and like tattoos a gorgeous and, beard and man uh, bun. yeah I like had I this, live in East Nashville I, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to invest in V-necks and had, tight pants. Oh, Lord. I had this disgusting image of myself. This is this is real stuff right here. This is real life. Real stuff. I had this image of myself that was grown out of CP, like like, like acne or okay. asthma or something. Yeah. The same kind of thing like when you're five that this is going to exactly. heal me. Exactly. It happened twice. You're going to grow out of this so, like, here. I'm going to grow out of this. Like I don't really care about physical therapy. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh-huh. I'm just going to... Well, and- uh, for your case, I mean, the doctors haven't been exactly affirming no. predominantly through this process. No. So, of course. No, because it, I mean, you Vanderbilt, it's not even any shade to Vanderbilt or the Children's Hospital. Yeah. But it's like, what can you say without 24 uh, 7 gate analysis, uh-huh. diet analysis? We'll get in more of this. Yeah. But, like, you, you physical therapy, it's, it's a business. It's still a business. Mm-hmm. People still have to make money. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to say, Okay, Chase, what you need is uh, do clamshells, uh, work your ankles, and probably put toe spacers in and just walk right. I don't know. Just curl your hamstrings. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, that's just, in, that's just finite information. Yeah. So in high school, like I'm sitting here thinking, I don't really have to do any of this PT stuff. I'll just grow out of it. It's like this acne that I like had. I just wash my face and grow out <laughs> yeah. of it. I'll just like massage. Do my proactive just, and everything will be oh, fine. <laughs> proactive. This podcast is not sponsored. Right? We do not, not claim any affiliates. Uh, uh, that stuff trashed my face too. Um, did, it, did it like basically acid burn your entire it face? It yeah, did. It dried you out. It is, so I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to yeah be like 21 and I'll be like, I'll shoot up to like five eleven, six feet. Yeah, I'll be this like yeah. ma- male model looking uh-huh. man bun and a beard, man bun and, and a beard, and I and IPAs only. Like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm thinking from microbreweries. Oh, careful. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what's what's really weird is I remember like, you know, people would say like. You can you can pray about it, and I always did. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I, but I would have to say, like, gritting my teeth, saying, 
thank you, God, for the blessings you've given me and the body you've given me. And mm-hmm. I'd say it angry. Sure. But I yeah. still, be- I think there was still something that I like, believed it, like believe that on one hand. And the other hand, I was like, can we just like get rid of this, please? Can yeah. we like do something so I can like be a, a person? Right. How about you do your job, make me better okay. so yeah. I can serve you more? Yeah. yeah. So I can serve, exactly. You want me this to be This is like, for you. Can- you want me to be yeah. kingdom minded? Like, let's, let's fix this. And at turn 21, ironically enough, went bald, which so that if it's there's that punchline, I was setting that up and tee that up. Ironically, enough, went bald. And um, oh, man. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, that I'm over two on the dreams here. Yeah, he, it, <laughs> he's got translated man bald, not man, man bald. You, you, you must have mummered, or, or you know. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm just gonna accept it. You know what? I don't have to work at it. I'm just gonna accept it. And we, well, I say we, like me and myself and my community, we'll just move on. Mm-hmm. With this, and I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go to college. You know, I went to MTSU, and like I love that handicap sticker. I pull up in my Sierra, like, I drove this GMC. I'd pull up a handicap sticker right uh-huh. to the business building and just skirt like right in yeah. there. And be like, yeah, they're like this kid's walking. Like I'm what? owning this. I'm owning this, right? Suck and so <laughs> exactly. And so you know, things didn't change for me until I I started working at Starbucks. Oh yeah, college, and I was like, "This is the worst pain I've ever felt. Mm. This this sucks. Mm-hmm. Something's got to change." And I met, I met this girl, this or I say woman, this woman that worked at Starbucks. It was like a dance teacher, and she was like, okay. "You should take." I was like, "I'm graduating college. Like, I, I need a physical education credit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to like go do, you know, flag football or anything." I said, there's a Pilates class I could take. Mm-hmm. And her name was Kate. And she was like, yeah, you should do that. Like, I'm a dance teacher. I teach at Belmont. Like, you should do that. That's, like, the best stuff for mm. CP. Like, that's, like, it's isometric movements. It's, yeah. like, a little bit of bar is in there, a little bit of dance, a little bit of yoga. It's all mm-hmm. kind of, like, Joseph Pilates, like, invented this, you know, magic sauce of, like, the hardest workout you've ever done. Mm-hmm. And it, it it predominantly focused on full range of motion as well, right? It is full range of motion, which is still uh, different. Yeah. You know, like it's you know that's yeah. one of the niches on CrossFit that that makes it distinguishable. But it also is Pilates as yeah. Well, Pilates know. is Pilates is really about, and this is what started me on like all right, like chase from old life and chased in new life, like mm-hmm. new fitness into it, you know, healing. I go to college. I take this Pilates class, and like the first thing I say to my professor uh, is the disclaimer and I give her, hi, I, my name is Chase. I have cerebral palsy, uh, blah, blah, blah. And she just lights up. She's like, what? Great. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. I yeah. love it. She's Show like me. opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it was this like stupid disclaimer that I would give like either a date or like a, somebody that I can tell is like staring at me at the really? bar. So uh, on like, dates, like uh, when you meet you wanna, people, you will, you will give you a disclaimer. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want, I can like, so we can like sideline here. And, I mean, and we're like in go, college. Go did you not this. date during college? We're not. No, I did. No. And, and I ended up actually dating a Pilates teacher after I was yeah, in this did. class, which is, is really fun. <laughs> I, I did, which is like, which is funny, but 
when I would go on dates, especially now with the culture being moved towards the internet thing, mm-hmm. you know, like Bumble and and yeah, like, I have zero knowledge of any of that. Like yeah. my dating life was over well before any of that started. You should thank God. I um, I, I kind of do, but so, I also kind of don't want to feel stupid every time someone says something. So uh, that's just me. It's basically, but like, obviously, I don't care enough to actually do something no, about it. <laughs> it's basically a it's basically a Groupon that works out. A Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Groupon that works. So I'm I'm sitting here going like I'm like newly single after this little high school relationship you know nothing uh-huh. and i'm like swipe nothing nothing and in my bio i've got it basically it's an app it's social media okay, yeah really. i was using like i think so you have like a profile you have a profile you can put some pictures up you can put like what you're about i like music i like coffee yeah. blah 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 uh, everybody mean, young is laughing at me right now i'm just like okay right so. right <laughs> and so you know enter this new world of meeting people inorganically yeah Inorganically, uh-huh. like, I'm the internet generator. I was born in '93, so like I grew up with like Internet Explorer, like almost internet. Yeah. So this is so new to me because I'm like, oh my god, what an opportunity! I can be whoever I want to be. I'm in uh-huh. college. I'm starting over. I'm gonna. I can get on like Tinder here and and be cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't have to say that I have CP. Mm-hmm. And that was such a freaking, at the time, it takes a turn. Yeah. At the time, it was so liberating because I was like, sweet. Yeah. I can put up like pretty good photos of, that are chest above. Right, right. And create what I, which is so weird, but like uh, like any social media, we tailor things to make oh, heck yeah. what we want it to be. I know we, what angles to hit on yeah, my you know IG. What, yeah, you know what angles, yeah, fitness. <laughs> I know what filter to hit. Fit Come life. On. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> suck in for the ads. Yeah. So I'm saying swipe, swipe, <laughs> There's been swipe. So many of those yeah. transformation pictures posted lately oh, of people literally just sucking in as they're after. Yeah, I'm and like, you're really, yeah, you've got obliques after that. You've got you like suck it, I can know? see your transverse after that. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm in college, I'm like taking Pilates and in this like I'm I'm getting on like doing the online dating thing at the same time going like who what am I supposed to be? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? I know I'm being kind of long-winded here, but it's, I would go on these blind, they're essentially blind dates for the millennial, Mm -hmm. and I could see it, not always, but like 60, 70% of the time, I could see the eyes kind of move towards, you know, you know, we talk about eyes up here, boy, like it's the same, like, girl, eyes up here, like, I can see, and it's fine, ask me about it, but it would be this awkward, like, sticking point. Sure. And then, well, and and again, I understand. Harkening back to the kids who don't know how to communicate that, I understand that. But it was always a thing of like, if I don't put that in my bio, like differently abled, warning, differently abled person, you know, walks yeah. with slight limp. Then you know, you go up to mafiosas or Whole Foods or whatever, and like meeting coffee, and mm-hmm. and he's walking with a limp. Why didn't you tell me that? It's like you know the term yeah. catfishing, uh-huh. like like being a different person. I excuse me. I felt a little guilty <laughs> uh-huh. for like essentially like catfishing these, Interesting, these yeah. women. So did you have any that were genuinely offended? I feel like that would be too strong of word. 
Okay. I feel like because because then like I said like I felt a little weird that I like in retrospect like didn't put that in there at the first yeah. time. I think they just didn't know what to think or what okay. they could as it's a blind date. I mean, think of the courage the the, oh, the yeah, grapes I mean, that it takes mm-hmm. to even show up, and they're like, oh, he like he's not telling me that like. Yeah, and yeah. some would be like totally fine with it. Be like, oh, thanks for telling me. Others like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I, and, I get it. I'm not. I'm not looking yeah. down on any of those people no, whatsoever. No. I, Neither it, am I. The whole thing is foreign to me in the first place. But like, right. you know, just I, I could, I, I would imagine knowing how people set up their profile pictures or whatever just yeah. on regular social yeah. media that if I was trying to attract somebody to that, I was not. And then you show put, up like, and they're like, oh. Okay, that all right. So that if is I stand it, yeah. up and like look down on you, then maybe I can see the image that you have posted. <laughs> right, exactly. But this so, eye to eye <laughs> doesn't work out. Right, and so yeah. I remember this this story I like to tell. But I remember going. I sat myself up on a bar stool. She beat me there by about five minutes, and I was going on this this like like Tinder date, mm-hmm. TM. Um, and I like. You can't see it because I'm describing it, but I like pushed myself with my hands up into the bar stool. Okay. And she goes, why did you do that? And I was like, oh, it's nothing. I, okay. Here's the disclaimer. So yeah. ding, ding, disclaimer. Hi, I'm, my name is Chase. I have cerebral palsy. Hi, Chase. You know, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And I said, it's just a neurological thing. Affects my lower body. And she kind of like looks at me like, well, okay. She goes, I kid you not. Well, does Everything work? Yeah, <laughs> this is this is the stories I hear about Tinder right here. This is, this is where we get to the meat and potatoes here. And I was like, I didn't even. I was stunned. I was yeah. like, uh, <clears throat> um, uh, yes. I just kind of like like no cap. I was just confidently like, I think you need to buy me a drink first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at least at least pay for my dinner. <laughs> so. I think what I'm trying to get at is, and that's that's a real that is a real story. Um, What I'm trying to get at is, (laughs) we are in such in 2019, like it is such an interesting time to be alive because we are with like the Brene Browns and the Gabby Bernstein's of the world, and Mm -hmm. like you know Oprah, you know, kind of R.I.P. to that show, but like. That we're in a world where that's like. Does Oprah have a show anymore? Uh, does she? I don't know. I, don't know. I can't remember. I just remember like the Super Soul Sundays, like the, yeah. the things she used to do where like, people were talking about uh, feelings. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. In 2019, we're in such an amazing time to be alive because we're actually talking about courage, vulnerability, shame, and fear. Mm-hmm. Like both sides of the equation. Yeah. So in, in college, like, this is my senior year of college, I'm taking Pilates. And I'm going, I'm like scared as crap to mm-hmm. be in here with a hundred other kids who like don't even care about fitness. And this on today is the day that I decided I'm going to care about it. Because uh-huh. this teacher, her name is Angela Ramos at MTSU. Okay. She's still there. She's amazing. The name sounds familiar to Angela me. Ramos. Yeah. She's a dance teacher, Pilates teacher up at MTSU. Huh. She saw the opportunity and was like, okay, great. Great, great, great. And like, that's why I say in like 2019, like we're in this time where you can get on Instagram and like talk about how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and people like support you, Yeah, which is so weird because, you know, I grew up in high school and middle school. Like you didn't have any of that. Mm -hmm. You didn't have kind of this cultural shift towards like talking about mental health or talking about emotional health, spiritual health. We Mm -hmm. didn't have that. 
And I was just kind of like discovering that it was such a perfect storm, which is what spurred me on at that time to, to stay in Pilates. Like Angela gave me a shot Mm -hmm. and was like, yeah, I'll be patient with you. I'll help you with this. Well, and for her, it was like, this is why I do it. Exactly. You know, exactly. That's a, that's a completely different mentality in doing something as, as opposed to what, what can I get from this? Right. It was a, this, this is the whole, like why I do what I do, you know, like I get to give and they get to receive and we both get to benefit from this relationship. Like that's, that's a big deal. And it couldn't have been, that's exactly it, man. It, It couldn't have been two weeks into that class. And I think I did something I hadn't done before. Yeah. And I screamed. (laughs) <laughs> and I just went like a kid at Christmas. I uh-huh. just went like, ah, you know, whoa. <laughs> and the whole class, went, what, what is yeah. wrong with him? And Angela runs over. She goes, what did you do? Yeah. And I was like, I lifted my leg. I was laying face down prone, mm-hmm. lifted my leg from the hamstring off the ground. Never done that before. That's awesome. Like, tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny, little teeny thing uh-huh. did that. And from that moment, I was like, this oh, woman believes in me. Uh-huh. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to give oh, this my all, and yeah. I'm going to be like Mr. Pilates man. Uh-huh. And bro, in w- it was one semester long, yeah. changed my whole That's game. Incredible. People started noticing, like, you're walking different, uh-huh. you're taller, you're leaner. Like, I started getting, like, isometric stuff like that will, it's not going to put any mass on you, but it is going to, like, carve up mm-hmm. what you've got in terms of, in terms of your tone, it's not a super high cardio and it's not going to burn a lot, but you'll yeah. carve, you know, yeah. you get shredded doing those. And so started seeing like physical results, neurokinetic results, gait results. Yeah. And like at the time I was, I was hanging out with this girl who, who teaches Pilates mm-hmm. and like getting more education there. Right. And I was like, I want more of this. Like, <laughs> this is great. Uh-huh. So that's where we're at. That's like, Go to to go from like timeline like nothing. Don't care about fitness. Actually hate it because that's what dumb jocks do. Right. To I literally love this thing. That's that where was, the abusers live. Yeah. Hey, preach. To I love this thing that was stigmatized like Pilates is a woman's thing. Like yeah. I, that was stigmatized. I was like one of the only dudes in the class, and I ate it up. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get enough. I was doing like stuff at home on the mat. I was going to reformer classes with, uh-huh. the, with the carriage, you know. And what's funny is, like, I don't remember it, it being a sex thing, like a male or female thing. Yeah, like Pilates. Yeah. Like I remember when Pilates like really escalated, really big. Late nineties, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, but the lately, the only people I've ever heard talk about it are males. Is what's funny. Yeah, because it's, it's it, what's happening is like these dudes that are throwing weight, you know, they're like snatching 275 or some, you know, yeah. crazy weight are are trying to get more mobility. And mm-hmm. Pilates' whole thing is that's what my teacher told Angela told me. Yeah. It was like, she said, this will help your body communicate. And uh-huh. we sat there and theorized. We're like, this is a cure. Oh, wow. This is a cure. Uh-huh. And I started doing research. Like I was finding like ballet dancers with CP that were doing like pirouettes and flips and wow. like, and all this time I'm going, well, what the heck? Like, it's this easy. Like, and you know, <laughs> and, and in the back of my mind is going, it ain't, it ain't that easy. Yeah, get get yeah. on the, take it's it to the mat easy. and see it, see if it's easy. <laughs> I'm in college. I'm, I'm finishing up 
I mean, that, that was like fall semester of my senior year, and I'm like, I like fitness. Mm-hmm. I like fitness. My name is Chase, and I like fitness. <laughs> and that, that started being like a rhythm that yeah. I was operating in. And I started kind of looking at CP different, like, okay, now we got a project. Mm. Now, now, even if I haven't grown out of this, we've got an object. I have an, I, I have an object that I can take off the shelf, work on, and put it back on the shelf. Yeah. And, like, go to sleep at night not hating myself. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Man, to, yeah, to go from all those areas of... um really the only fitness exposure you had being people who were like, well, you know, whatever. I mean, if you PT, work on these, yeah, yeah, if you work on these few things, maybe you'll have slight mobility, you know, probably not going to walk anyways or whatever, you know, like yeah. all these kind of you're like, you're not going to ride gonna, a bicycle. You're not going to yeah. like, and I'm now like riding a Harley. And then like, you take this class that you had to take begrudgingly, yeah. you know, that seemed like the best of all worse options. <laughs> it was. It was like, okay, if I need to pick one evil, I'll like yeah. pick it like, eh. And then all of a sudden... The girls are pretty good looking here. We'll just, bam. Yeah. That's a valid point. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, bam. Yeah. And suddenly, bam, you do something. You're like, what? Okay. Never saw that coming. And then, right. and then from there, your whole world has opened up and things have shifted both yeah. physically and mentally and emotionally in your life. Yeah. All right, let's take a break there, and then we'll come right back to it. Awesome. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. All right, let's get back to this podcast thing. Um, so one of the questions I had going back, um, just real quick in your story. So you said you went to CPA through 11th, but not 12th. Like what happened yeah, between that's, 11th that's and 12th grade? Um, I had, I'd had enough basically. Like oh. I was, I was just kind of like, I've been here too long. Just kind of mm-hmm. been, in, been in the box too long. You okay. Know? Yeah. Um, not really finding, and a lot of this was my own fault. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of talking about that bitterness we had with the with the you know, or I had with the the bullies, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. Just kind of like I I wanted something different, and so like my buddies were telling me about Nashville School of the Arts, and I was yeah. like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a new school." Like I had had some friends. My my friends, uh, Aaron and Levi Miller, went there, and like. They they got to study like jazz guitar, mm-hmm. and so that just mm-hmm. lit me up. I was like, yeah. "What? I can do that?" And been begging my parents for years. Please let me go to NSA. I'd been begging since like eighth grade. I was yeah, like, I just want to go to high school NSA. Like, they're like, "No, stick it out. It'll get better. It'll get better. We promise." And I was like, "It's not. It's not. It's <laughs> literally not. This is the worst. Yeah. This is the worst. I want to leave." And so finally, like senior year, I think I broke them down, and they're like, "You don't want to stay like thirteen year club?" And I was like, "No." 
No. No, I'm like honorary alumni basically. Like I don't I don't care, mm-hmm. you know. So, I went to NSA and it was like going from private to public school, you would think it was this weird culture shock, but it was like reverse. Like mm-hmm. I was more welcomed in that environment, like And that's a completely different school. Oh, yes. Like, Fundamentally a schedule like logistically different. People different, teachers yep. are different. I mean, like yep. the whole whole Culture, gambit, the whole, everything, everything was different. different. But like, I had this opportunity to like, all right, now like I'm different and mm-hmm. I'm here. Like, I'm here. Like everybody's weird here. Yeah. Like everybody's got a thing. It's like acting, singing, dancing, mm-hmm. music, uh, tech, whatever you want to do. Like, you're. This is a public school. Like mm-hmm. we got all of Nashville here. The, the like some of the most talented kids ever. Mm, this is yeah. like. Like junior MI, like Musicians Institute, or like mm-hmm. junior, you know, Berkeley. And mm-hmm. I go in my senior year and I'm like, I'm here to study jazz theory. Like, that's what I'm going to do in classical yeah. theory. And like, dude, I, I had never felt more at home. I had never been <laughs> more like welcomed, even. I felt like more of a Christian uh-huh. there. Yeah. And felt more. <laughs> the irony is. I like, like that statement. Yeah. yeah. Felt more, I think, more able to be myself. And, Mm -hmm. and of course that is even before we even begin the conversation of fitness, Mm -hmm. you know, that was far before that was, that was five years before I even thought of touching a barbell ever. I always think of Nashville, uh, well, NSA, I think of it as for me in, in my context with, with girls is it's like Angelina Ballerina. Yeah. Like she went, she, when she got to a certain point, she got to go to a school where she got to really like dig deep into what she was passionate about. Right. Like that's kind of like NSA, like, you know, if you were a cartoon mouse, you know, except this is for a real person. Um, but like, you're like, I'm passionate about music and this is, this is what I want to seek. Like, that's where you go. Like I've had students that have applied and gotten in and got to go there and just had incredible experiences and, you know, they're, their giftings or, or at least their, their drive for those passions were just enhanced, um, in incredible ways there, you know? Yeah, no, that, that's exactly what happened to me. It was mm-hmm. like this catalyst where I was playing every day. I was studying like 18th century counterpoint, like stuff that was stretching my brain Yeah, to like levels that, I mean, his AP theory was basically like a college course. And I just got like every single day like that was my like taking it to the mat just kind of like mm. and then oh and and you're surrounded by people who literally just love you mm-hmm. and i've made deep friendships that are still there to this yeah. day because i was i was just over it i was mm-hmm. like i don't want to be at cpa anymore i want to go like i just want to fly like i want to take the training wheels off and just mm-hmm. go do this thing and that was really I, from there, just kind of transition made the most sense to go to a state school and and get my my I got my degree in copyright law and and music business and oh, okay. I kind of use it you know I can yeah I was going to ask you what read, it was read legalese and like you know write my own contracts and mm-hmm. I know a little bit about publishing and stuff like that which sure. is, has come my minor was in entrepreneurship so I had I had like a bit of a business bug in there to like building brands and like I had right outside of college I had um I was partnered in opening up this motorcycle retail slash repair I'd been riding for a few years at this point okay. which is like another source of catharsis but like right outside of college like right into 
this entrepreneurial adventure that was mm-hmm. like, I'm so glad I'm like doing something with this. And like, that was the, at the time, like the fitness thing had kind of taken off for like just starting to kind of ramp up for me and was riding motorcycles with friends and loving it. Like, mm-hmm. like, wow. Okay. This so what kind this, of motorcycle? I mean, that that's important. You can't just say motorcycle. Important. Um, I mean, if you're riding, you're riding. So it's not, it's not that important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? I, what? <laughs> I ride a uh, a 2010 um, Harley 883 Iron. So okay. it's the it's the Sportster series. They're smaller mm-hmm. end, uh, smaller displacement, two into two um, exhaust, and you know, v, v, the Evo engine, which has been the same engine they've had on on those for you know 40 years yeah um yeah but fuel injected so you don't have to deal with carburetors uh, yeah and temperamental so like this whole time i don't does that answer the question yeah. about NSA? Yeah, like yeah i just basically was like i'm over it i want to leave let's go like i want to go study music and mm-hmm. and do what i want to do um so you're out of that you're you're uh suddenly in the uh the motorcycle business? Is that what you said? Yeah. It like was, you're, it was, you're doing it fun. And then that moved into that some like kind of moved entrepreneurial into this thing where entrepreneurial like I was helping, adventure. I was helping like a friend of mine kind of like do this, this like retail slash repair front thing. And like, that was super cool. A front for what? A, I'm just oh, joking. For, no, like, <laughs> right. The, for the heroin garbage. in the back. No, 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 no. <laughs> Basically like it was like a, you could get like jackets and, and, and boots and stuff. Yeah. And then the whole thing was they, the other, the repair guys like fixed up your bike and like made it look okay. cool and like designed. Um, they ended up shifting into an online store for the time that they were operational, but, okay. but it was a cool thing. Like mm-hmm. it was a real, it was this like really cool thing right out of college and was like, okay, like put your, put your like skills that, that I kind of like laid fitness aside for a minute. I was mm-hmm. like, not sure. Like I'm still kind of doing Pilates, kind of doing yoga, Okay, you know, not really doing much with that. Um, but while I was working on that motorcycle thing, I, it had still been in the kind of back of my mind of like, I really want to get back to, I think like, I think I want to try like taking this seriously. Like, mm. what if I started working out? Mm-hmm. And I'm I mean like like actually working out yeah. and the whole the whole aspect of well we don't we don't want to do anything as you know we we want to make sure he's not like that voice in my mind always like of doctors of physical therapists like we want to make sure we don't push him too hard you mm. know kind of started fading away because I was just like, well, if I like surround myself with the right community, like either, either they're able-bodied or differently able, like it doesn't matter. Like if I can strike a balance somewhere, mm-hmm. I want to go into like real gyms and like yeah. real things and like actually start trying to, I, I mean, I guess it started as partial vanity. It was like, I wanted to look strong. I wanted mm-hmm. to look like a guy, yeah. you know? And now is that, was any of that in order for you subconsciously seeking normalness? Absolutely. Okay. I would say, I'd say that, I mean, the, the, the human ego, sure. I think is something that like would be, and especially the, the ego of maleness, mm-hmm. you know, is something that was fueling that at one point. Cause I, yeah. I, like I said, like I had had that great teacher and like, I had, you know, dated this girl for a while who was teaching me and like, 
and my my biggest thing is like I wanted to like hit it hard. You know, I wanted to go. I wanted to go hard. You mm-hmm. know, and be like really good at it. And she would always be like, "Slow down. You know, do do the rep right. You know, we'd be like working on like steps. You mm-hmm. know. But then I like I said like that quest for like you said that quest for normalness, kind of seeking that was like, well, this seems to be like what guys in their twenties do. Mm-hmm. Like you you go to your job and then you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm walking into the Maryland Farms Y, just like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have the, <laughs> I don't have the right clothes. I'm like wearing running shoes that you're not supposed to wear. Shoes that get you up on your toes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know any of this. See, and that that is a part of almost everyone's story is apparel. Like no <laughs> lie, which is funny since yeah. like we're an apparel company. Like Barbell right. Voodoo is an apparel company, right. and like part of my love for Barbell Voodoo is that they actually made clothes that fit big people. So like I didn't have to feel like an oddball. Yeah. And it's so funny that you would say like I wasn't wearing the right clothes when and I came dude, in. I was like, this is that a, is a real thing. This is a real thing because yeah. I grew up. Those of you who have met me or seen me in any fitness editorials or anything where it's not my Tinder profile and it's below the waist, I have very, very small legs. Mm. They're very skinny. Mm-hmm. And my left leg is very crooked. Mm. And that shows up in photos. And it's something I've been deathly insecure about for years. Sure. Yeah. I just like, you know, because you, you talk about the dating thing and like the social aspect and social cues. That, like in my mind, that programming was always like, you got to have big legs. Mm. You got to have big legs. You're going to be a man. Yeah. You got to have big legs. Mm-hmm. And I'd see, you know, let's call a spade a spade. Like bodies, I'm very aware that bodies and strong bodies, weak bodies, whatever, they all come in all different shapes and sizes. Sure. Yeah. But me, I wanted what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And that, and it was like really weird at one. I was like, sure. why am I fixating yeah. on my calves? Why am I fixating on... Because you don't have that. Because you don't... Right. Right. It's like, you know, like, you were saying that, and I was going, well, heck, we can drive down to, like, Nashville Athletic Club right now, and, like, we can watch all of come out with chicken legs if it makes you feel better. Like, I see guys walk out of that all the time with jacked upper body. And that... And they're like, how are you even standing up, bro? The funniest thing is, like, the whole skipping leg day joke. I make make a great joke about, like, I skipped leg day in the womb. Like, I, I skipped leg day for three. I was born at six months. I, I, I had three months of leg day that I just didn't get. That's like, right. that's the joke. Like, uh, it's not in my programming. Uh-huh. It was, yeah. My, and my coach took it out, man. He, take, he takes leg day out. That's like, so funny. So I remember, I remember when I first started going to the gym. Is mm-hmm. this kind of the direction you want to go? I oh, feel, yeah. I feel like but no, I think cool. we all fixate on things that, the, the, the thing we don't have. Yeah. Like, and so we see it everywhere. It's like when you buy a new car. And suddenly everybody's driving the same car as you. And you're like, holy crap, I didn't see any of these on the road beforehand. And it wasn't even necessarily like, I should say, it wasn't, there's a little bit of keeping up with the Joneses of my, of my headspace where I was at with like, I want to be big, you know, I want to be a man. You know, Uh it's just that kind of, I use this word very sparingly, but like toxicity, Mm -hmm. like toxic masculinity. That's a big one in 2019. Yeah. But there was some toxic element to that where I was, I was hating myself internally because Mm. I wanted to be something that I'm not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember just kind of like, I'm, I'm going to do, it's like one of my motorcycle buddies that was, was also a personal trainer. He like took me into the, to the Y and was like air squat. And I just fell over. Mm -hmm. I just like get probably, you know, 
my knees are caving, my ankles are pronating. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't have any of the agency or the vocabulary to even talk about this stuff. Do an air squat, fall over. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like pissed. I'm just like, are you kidding me? And he said, well, you, best, best way to start. His name is Lance. Like mm-hmm. best way, best way to start, you know, plant a tree is to start today. Like plant it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so I'm going in there with the apparel thing and like, and talk, oh, talking about the small legs, like. I would always wear shorts and like hate it because mm. like I would see these scar covered legs like coming out. And that was always like a big insecurity because like I would see dudes like that don't skip leg day mm-hmm. and like coming out with just like yeah qu- every head of the quad is like uh-huh. in- internal and external. All so, the runners show so, up when you're there. Oh, yeah, those dudes <laughs> are skinny. With these too. beautiful legs. Yeah, gorgeous, <laughs> like like just horse legs just like what what the heck or or you know you've got the you've got the woman that's been lifting for like 25 years mm-hmm. like single leg squatting like 220 you know yeah. just something crazy like what <laughs> how are you doing that and i'm going i don't belong in the rack mm-hmm. i don't belong i'm just gonna go do goblet squats in the corner mm-hmm. and i i just remember being having a lot of like self-pity it was like stupid because i would be sure. like I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. and I think that's when the apparel thing. I just remember like trying on. I I had product tested a lot for Lululemon Hill Center because I'd started mm. doing some work for them, like on the music front and like DJ front for some of their for some of their retail stores. Yeah, cool. and like like here, here's some pants, here's some shorts, and I was like. Oh my gosh! Like I put this stuff on, I'm like, it mm-hmm. merits the four thousand dollar price tag. Yeah, they're you know, they're pretty nice. I this is killer, pants. and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I put on these these shorts and this this like moisture wicking shirt. I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. And it like I had kind of developed like a a, a drawer full of that stuff, and I was like, well, I might as well use it. <laughs> I might yeah. as well. I got I've got these great this great apparel, and. You know how it the, basically it shook out that I put myself into gym culture, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I was like. All right, I'm a gym guy. Like that's just what I'm gonna do. And like, yeah, started started lifting with Lance, and he kind of taught me, you know, very basic, just kind of the four base. Here's a bench press. Here's a squat. You know, here's a. I was using the Smith machine at the mm-hmm. time for the balance. So here's what a deadlift is. Here's what blah 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 and you know, like anything else, you just get, you, once you get that bug, you get the Mm. fitness bug, like it does not go away. Right. So kind of got over the, the fear of being perceived like I don't belong here. Cause like there's 90, 99% of other people in here feel the exact same way. Mm -hmm. And 1% lie. Like, yeah, there's no way that everyone else in here doesn't feel like there's a degree of me that doesn't belong here. Yeah, Absolutely. So that's, yeah. Well, especially in like, at least you, you had Lance with you, like, yeah. like, you know, walking into that in general with or without people. Yeah. Like, it's just, oh crap. Like, where do I even start? Like even, even today, like, I mean, I've, I go to the gym, work out six times a week plus if, you know, right. whatever right. I do at my house. And like, I still could go into a YMCA and just be like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Like. There's machines everywhere, and like I don't even yeah. know what to do with that really. And then, right, you know, right. And, and so like walking in, I, I mean, it's just it's all intimidation um, and new environments and seeing people that you either 
one, fear because you've had experience with their type before, or or two, that's huge. They have yeah. a lot more knowledge that you perceive that they have than you, and they're, therefore they might be judging you and looking exactly. at you, your yeah. your whatever self. Um, and three, like, am I doing anything right? You know, it's like you had those that are the swirling. Three, yeah, those are the three things that swirl around. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I could look at this guy who's got like, he's got the look, you know, the 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 apparel's there, the muscles are there, mm-hmm. obviously, and like, and oh, he looks like a male model. Like, I'm gonna yeah. perceive him to have more knowledge. Look at his man bun. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> that was just in my vibe. Like the, the man bun I never had. That's right. <laughs> He's even got the hair. He's even got the hair. <laughs> and, you know, you know, he's there's like it, the whole, I think the perceived image of, I'll say it, like the perceived image of like able-bodied, like gym ship mm-hmm. is, yeah, we, I think we perceive that they have more knowledge mm-hmm. than, than anyone could ever, and, and nobody ever. Nobody ever came over like, can I give you a little tip? Because they can obviously see like yeah. something is wrong. I'm not going to like tell him now. Unless so, you're around the 60 plus guys, they will in fact always oh, 60, come over and 60 give you a plus, tip. Like, Listen, son. I'm like, if they're wearing clothes, but oh, you know, whatever. Yeah, we don't have to get into that. Sauna talk. YMCA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there was an aspect of once I had kind of like Lance had taught me a few things and I, I started hanging out with this, this engineer buddy of mine, Anthony, who like, who was just, I mean, he's like Italian style. He just like jacked, mm. like yeah. super strong, like sled pusher, grew up an athlete, you know, mm-hmm. like playing baseball and football. And, and he's about my size, he's about five, eight. Okay. Know? And he was like, dude, we'll, we'll work out together. Like we'll, we're both like music guys. We can just, and this guy taught me everything. This yeah. is now like, I've kind of moved on from Pilates, still doing a little mobility work when mm-hmm. my patience allows me. <laughs> Yeah, because I just wanted to lift weights. You know, I had yeah. this this disgusting idea in my mind that like if I just lift weights, mm-hmm. I can be like different. I can yeah. find that quest for normalness, mm-hmm. and you know, this I, is gonna be the cure. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be the cure, and I stand here today knowing that there really is no finish line, mm. and. And in fact, no one in the gym cares what you're doing no. or that you're there. <laughs> no, there's one thing I've learned from like Instagram, all those awesome infographics of like, you know, arm finisher or like uh-huh. what's what's those things you can read or like ma- counting macros and like I've gotten all this oh, kind gosh. of kind of hodgepodge of knowledge over the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of before this this part of the story is all before before the Nashville fit article, Mm -hmm. that was kind of the, at the time, the kind of peak of like, people are noticing that you're doing this. And at the time I'm, I had started rebuilding ability, which is the blog that I, I, uh, the brand that I blog under Mm -hmm. rather rebuilding ability as an effort in college to document my story. Cause I put, I, I should have said that earlier, but I put up, this photo of like me doing some Pilates pose in college and like 780 something people came mm-hmm. out of the woodwork on Facebook and were like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? This is amazing. You should document the story. You should tell oh, cool. the yeah. story. Yeah. And I was like, well, screw it. Okay. I'll do that. I'll blow. Here's, here's what living with. I, my name is Chase and I have CP disclaimer. You know, <laughs> I have CP. Uh-huh. CP is this here's what I'm doing. And then like a thousand people read that thing. That's cool. 
And I was going, okay, I need to like make this into something. So I started mm-hmm. like filming some gym stuff, like filming, like taking, you know, before pictures and mm-hmm. like the rebuilding ability thing. I was more blogging about like emotions yeah. and just like kind of getting into the, what would be considered like the transcript of like a counseling session uh-huh. with myself. Just yeah. going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's middle school sucked. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, let's talk about the realities of living as a disabled person. Mm-hmm. Like, here's like microcosms. Like, I've, I've been talking with my friend Hillary Bell, who is a filmmaker here in town, who's, mm-hmm. who's extremely gifted. And she also has CP. And oh, cool. uh, Greg Mincio also did the same operation on her. So, like, oh, at yeah. the same time, I'm like, yo, Hillary, like, I'm like, texting her like mm-hmm. i wrote this thing can you read it does it suck and she's like no <laughs> does it suck, does it suck? Yeah. she's a writer by trade like unbelievably talented yeah so that's a courageous thing to even send to her yeah because we both like we have cp siblings hey yeah. like yeah. you know we have cp uh i sent it to her and it was kind of the first like hello this is rebuilding ability and she mm-hmm. was like dude keep writing oh yeah. my god this is this is great like that's awesome you might you might lack in mechanics you might lack in you know there may be some plot holes or whatever but like mm-hmm. people need to see this like yeah she was like you should do that and so you know pumping iron pumping iron photo pumping iron blog and people were like oh wait you're serious mm-hmm. i was like yeah i think so like i think i'm i think i'm serious you know i think i'm mm. wanting to take what the therapist said you know the physical therapist and say basically no you're wrong like mm-hmm. I'm, we're going to learn like yeah. i'm i'm we're going to learn today like, i'm going to be i'm going to educate myself that's I'm awesome. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to like write about it. And I, I, I haven't been blogging over the past, uh, about the past years. I've been kind of shifting things around with, mm-hmm. with RA, with rebuilding ability, trying to figure out what I want to do with it. But <laughs> yeah, I've taken a break since I turned 40. So, you know, whatever. Right, I can't, I can't right. judge anybody right so, now on blogs. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, ba- but yeah. it's so therapeutic. Like you've extreme of what you've gone through within that process of basically, um, turning it around, you yeah. know, and, and using it as a catalyst to push forward as opposed to something to continually kind of nudge you back or stay in place. Yeah. It know? was never the kind of thing where like, I just wanted to have a sob story mm-hmm. outlet. Right. I mean, that's what Tumblr's for, but that, that- <laughs> you know, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> it was never a sob, right. It was never a sob. The, the intention was to basically say like, Hey, here's, here's an unfiltered reality Mm-hmm. But here's how you can also take some of this knowledge and like apply it to whatever you're facing. Yeah. Like job changes, finances, marriage, uh, you know, uh, nothing, nothing is really unmovable. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause here's the thing about adversity, like no matter what our problem is, no matter what our adverse situation is, um, yeah. seeing someone who faces it and pushes it against it is inspirational. It is right. helpful to anybody, whether they have CP or not, you know, right, in your right. case or, or whatever. Um, but just going, okay, it's why everybody loves watching Rudy, you know? Um, That's awesome. Because yeah. you're like the underdog got, got to play. 
Like, did he win the Super Bowl? Like, did he get a Heisman Trophy? Like, like, no, he got to play and put his name on the thing. Like, and dude, you know, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I don't have you know big old legs right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be back squatting 200. I'm yeah. just not. But the fact that I get to, like, you wouldn't believe, you you know this, like, working in fitness, like, the community that you meet, mm. and I'll talk, here in a second, I'll talk about my first time at CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't wait to hear about that. The community that you meet is insane because it's a level playing field. Uh-huh. Everyone who's come there has come from something, and they're mm-hmm. going somewhere. Yeah. So it's like... Oh, you have CP, whatever. Let's onward. Yeah. Lock arms. Let's go here. I'll, I'll spot you. Like I'll hold your literal hips while you squat. Mm -hmm. So you don't fall. Like, yeah. Name another communitas in which (laughs) name another environment in which we do that. Basically high school and middle school. Oh wait, no, sorry. Oh wait, no, no, never mind. That's the opposite. That's the opposite. (laughs) Right. I don't think there's another thing Mm -mm. besides sport that says, all right, we're all, we're on a level playing field here. Mm-hmm. We might, yeah. we might maybe like construction but and the, like, and that's what I love about CrossFit and that community is, yeah. is just that like, you know, I, I get to work out with literally elite athletes and then like people who just walked in and we all work out together and we can do virtually the same workout in terms yep. of, um, yep. stimulus you know, and at the end, we we all die together. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, all right, let's go to Cracker Barrel. Let's go eat. Yeah, like whatever. You know, I mean, it, it, and it's and there's beauty in that. We because, all die together. Yeah, because because no one's going. Well, you can't do that. So it's more like okay, let's figure out what you can do. Like for today, like you can't do a ring muscle up. Cool. Let's figure out what you're going to do instead, and then we're going to work out together. That oh, CrossFit. That sensibility is what the differently abled community needs. Mm. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Like I know I, I'm aware of the stigma of around CrossFit. It was just mm-hmm. like it's what is it was it called Rabdo that you get? Yeah. Is it yeah. Like, well, I, which is funny because that's something you have to learn about in your L1 manual is actually Rabdo. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, okay. Just like don't freaking push these guys that hard. Like, yeah. Just don't. Like, don't don't kill the new people. Don't, like, exactly. I mean, that's what it, yeah. you know. And it's not. But I, you know, even I remember even like ten years ago, like before I started any of this, like hearing about CrossFit and just being like, that's so dumb. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? And then I went once mm-hmm. and was like, oh, like that may not be for me seven days a week. Yeah. But dang, if I don't like that, yeah, yeah. Like, because ever there's no well, well his form her form was you know there's no judgment mm-hmm. it's like they'll help you the coaches are right there going no 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 it's okay scale it to here and yeah. you're gonna learn this movement next round do this instead you know like we're you know right. we're walking next, around next like next if week. we see something that that's weird during the you know the metcon or whatever right. you know it's hey we're gonna I'm gonna shed ten pounds off that bar while you're while you're doing this other thing don't worry about it yeah. just keep going <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? and. And so, do you do you want to go there? Do you want me to uh, talk yeah? Tell about us about like thing? yeah. Tell us about that. I was working at Apple Cool Springs at the time, and it's I was working I was working there until uh, three weeks ago. So mm-hmm. I, I've just recently left Apple. But it's really sad to me. I don't know why. No, yeah. it's good. No, we're, we're um. Oh, what's sad is that I was working there or that I've left. No, that you left. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know what angle. No, I just it's... think really cool people work there, and like, I'm not we, that cool. We do. It's just the glasses. Don't let them leave. Um, well, just throwing my phone. Don't worry about yeah. it. Um, Didn't even see it there. 
I was working at, and this guy, this guy comes in and, uh, I'm, I'm at this like setup table. Like I'm setting up his phone, like helping him like restore from a backup. And he's got, he's the look, he's got a tattoos, rogue t-shirt. Uh, and by, by this time I'm already acclimated to the community. I, love of, like, this. I probably know who this is. Even fit, you, you know who it is. Do I? Uh, That's awesome. You will. You will. Okay. Um, there will be a reveal. Uh, he's got the look, and by this time, I already know like the kind of signifiers. Like, you know what a musician looks like. You know what oh, a yeah. construction yeah. guy looks like. You know what a CrossFit guy looks uh-huh. like. But it was it was around Memorial Day, I want to say. Okay, and yeah. he, he had the he had like the the G Shock. Mm-hmm. You know, he was wearing like nanos and and the everything tattoos that kind of looked like he served. Okay, like just and I was like, how long you been in? And he was like. Sorry, I was like, "Are you in the service?" He goes, "Oh no." He's like, "I just, I like." I was like, "Oh man, you're, you're built like it." And yeah. He was like, "I'm a, I'm a CrossFit coach and, and a pastor, or and a, I work at a church." Oh. And I was like, "Cool." That narrows the playing field. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I got you. Like, I'm, I'm and I started kind of telling him my story. I mean, you know, we've got an hour to spend together, basically. While, <laughs> yeah. While I'm like, you know, working on his. While phone. the magical cloud is doing things, the cloud and all is, that. is yeah. blue bar loading. Yes, and. We're talking, I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to try CrossFit, but I don't know. Like, it just seems, and it, by this time he knows, like, all of my story. And it's mm-hmm. just like, wow. Like, like, I was like, it just seems kind of pointless for me because I wouldn't want to just go in there throwing all this weight mm-hmm. and be just injuring myself. And he yeah. explained to me, he's like, no, it's scalable. Like, I'm yeah. sure you've heard this All y'all do is flip tires and, like, you, you throw bars everywhere. That's spaghetti, all I know. You do that spaghetti rope thing <laughs> that apparently is is good. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, we talk about tires all the time. Like, I did, I did a tire flip twice ever in my five years of CrossFit. Yeah. And that was within the last month. Because what what are those weigh? Are, I have no idea. Are they are those like cotton tractor tires? Like what? What we, are we like? They're huge. I don't know. We have some at. They at, stand like seven feet tall. Yeah, my my gym had had a couple, and I was out there programming a little something, a little medley before the Saturday classes yeah. started, and I was like, hmm, never done that. I'm going to use one of those tires. Yeah, <laughs> and I had gone, but before before I met this guy, mm-hmm. I had gone to Franklin Strength. Are you familiar? Uh-uh. It's in Cool Springs out by Let It Shine Gym off of General yeah, George Patton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like these guys, like I gave them the the capital D disclaimer, like yeah, yeah. Here, here we are. And they said the same thing. But like, don't worry, it works. It works. And then yeah, you winked at it them. It works, yeah. Oh, 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 that should, be a, <laughs> that should be a part of your disclaimer all the time. But don't worry. I can do but radio. don't worry. It works. It works. And, and then you got to wink. But don't worry. And ding. <laughs> um, cerebral palsy. <laughs> It works. It works. Everything still works <laughs> as it should. Um, oh my you know, gosh. I'd gone to Franklin Strength. I was like, let me give it a shot. Let me get yeah. you know, pushing sleds, and I'm just going for it. I puke. Yeah. Because they're like, when's the last time you worked out? And I said, not. I lift weights every day. Not like this. Uh-huh. I didn't know the cardiovascular and the the, the, yeah. the fact. They're like, okay, throw 30 wall balls. We're, we're going to do, and we're going to warm up on like, you know, heavy like overhead dumbbell overhead press like mm-hmm. we're gonna warm okay. up then you know push the sled 80 yards load it down you know i'm just dying there there's mm-hmm. people running circles around me and so coming into this crossfit conversation with this guy at apple i was like oh man i don't even know if i can handle that it was like that was like fun but i died you know mm-hmm. and he said hey we do we do a free community one every saturday yeah at crossfit wilco and mm-hmm. I, I lived right there in williamson county at the time 
I was like, well, shoot, I'll come in on my next day off. And I get there and it's, it's like the saloon, you know, like when you walk in the, in the old movies, like when the, the, uh-huh. the doors, like everybody looks like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and there was, and I'm probably imagining that. I'm oh, probably imagining because like there's guys there that are just huge. Like the co- uh-huh. I can tell their coaches are they're in leadership. Yeah, and the and the women look great. They're strong. Everybody's warming up, doing muscle ups, and I'm uh-huh. like, whoa! I definitely need to like stretch and warm up. Like I don't belong here. Like there there goes normalcy. All the normalcy I'd built up. I mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. built some great muscle tone. I had like done all this stuff for Chase to feel normal. Yeah. Maintain normalcy out the window, right? When yeah. I've gone to CrossFit, because I'm I am scared out of my living self. Yeah. And they write on the board. You know, I, I'm butchering the acronyms. All right, guys, we're gonna do a hundred RDL TSQ. You know, I'm like, oh, hope what? you got clean BVDs. What? Let's go. I don't know what this is, and I'm like chugging Hemavex, going, help me, DCA, just like try, I'm, like, I'm like, I have like liquefied an RX bar, like yeah. trying to get yeah. it down. You know, and 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 this this girl comes in. She's like, are you ready? And I was like. No, I just remember. <laughs> no, Stacy, I'm not. Like, I, I, I am going to die. Yeah. And, and the guy, he goes, "Hey, man, it's good. he recognized me immediately. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Guys, this is Chase. He's gonna join us." And didn't. And to my, I'm like, "You didn't scream that I had CP." Yeah. And I, I like teared up because I'm going. The the playing field just got leveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's these dudes that in my mind are like seven foot two, like Olympians, you know, like, like yeah, looking yeah. like Greek gods, you know, that are, <laughs> are, you know, probably 40 and mm-hmm. crushing it, you yeah. know, and then, you know, Stacy, that's not her name, but I just like, you get the girl that's just like, Hey, and yeah. like, it's just running circles around you. And I'm going like, <laughs> I feel like I'm back in, in middle school, like walking the mile. Uh-huh. And I, I get going there, it gets to be a rhythm to it. And the coaches are coming o- over there going, dude, you got this. Let me show you this. You know, this is what a, a clean impress is. This is yeah. what a jerk is. You know, this is a toe bar. And like, I, uh, the, I remember toe bar specifically because I didn't have the, the, um, core strength and my, like mm. my transverse and mm-hmm. my like lumbar spine were too, sure. were too tight to actually do a proper toe to bar without yeah. putting my back into it. You know, you uh-huh. know I'm sure yeah, you've yeah. seen that, but he said, just do, he's like, raise your knees up to your chest, like from your waist. And I completed the workout. Yeah. And I was like, I just ran 800 meters, did a hundred something or other with a barbell over my head. I don't know what it was. It kind of looks like you threw it over your head without like <laughs> kind of pelvic thrusting it. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Again, RTQ, XYZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what any of this means, but I just completed the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and I laid on the floor and cried. Yeah. I laid on that floor and like to myself, like, I just went over in the corner with a foam roller and cried. Yeah. Because in my mind, I had just proven every single person ever wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds arrogant. Like I sound no, arrogant. No, no, it doesn't sound that. arrogant at all. So the guy's name is Derek Brown, uh-huh. and he's a cross. He's a, a, a coach at CrossFit Wilco there mm-hmm. in Brentwood, mm-hmm. 
And afterwards, Derek starts telling the story, like telling how we met and like we're kind of catching up, you mm-hmm. know, and and they and those guys in there were like, you have what? Yeah. You have what? And this woman comes over in tears and she, I'm sure she's fine. We've I'm this is about to be broadcast, but she comes over in tears and she said, I need you to meet my son. I was like, mm. okay. And I'm like shirtless. I'm like sweat. I'm like, uh, you oh, I know, know who that is. Yeah. She said, I need you to meet my son. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, why? And she said, my son Shepard has cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I, I just remember being like, you know, watching her, watching it. She said, I've been watching you this whole workout. Yeah. You've given hope to me as, <laughs> as a mother. You know, uh-huh. and I'm losing. I'm losing my mind at this time. At this point, I'm she's like, been on the podcast, by the way. Really, Amanda yeah. Gilchrist, inadvertently. Yeah. Wow. Well, not inadvertently. She intentionally was there, but but yeah, that's Sarah Willis brought her along one yeah. day. And but Sarah's I, running. I've known her husband for years. Really? Yeah. Ian, yeah. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. And oh. so, like, we've been like uh, like brothers who don't hang out. <laughs> you know, like it's called in laws. But when we get together, like it's just like we've been together the whole time. Like it's this just weird relationship that yeah. we have together. But and I and yeah, and I met Ian that day, and like there's this this happy little kid. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like I'm getting emotional again because I I remember meeting Shepard for the first time and yeah. I like saw he's got this massive smile on mm-hmm. his face, and I I like she's like pick him up, you know, hang out, hang out yeah. with him. And kid's a rock star, and he is a, he's an absolute rock star. He's mm-hmm. the happiest child I've ever seen. Yeah. And she's Amanda's looking at me with tears in her eyes, going, "You know, you gave, you've given me hope." Mm-hmm. And I, again, cue crying. I oh yeah, laid you got me going over out, here. I'm I, just trying to watch some video right now. I laid out, man. I laid on that floor and just wept because I'm like, God, this is this is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm on Earth. Like, I just did something that I, I wasn't like supposed to do. Yeah, or wasn't didn't fit in. Yeah. And this woman now is saying, like, you've given me hope as a mother so that I know, like, Shepard can do things. Yeah. Like, he's going to go and do things. And and that was CrossFit. Yeah. And I just remember <laughs> driving home in a daze going, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? I want to do more of this. Like, I yeah. want to. This was never about me. This was never about... It was never about just becoming normal. It was giving an, I think in my mind, giving another idea, mm-hmm. like letting God replace. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what's normal. Yeah. Where else in your life have you experienced an hour of change like that? I mean, is there any place in your life where you, like, I mean, you, you described it. You walked into like the saloon of like, <laughs> and everybody's like, that boy don't belong don't here. You know, you around these parts. Into. A inspiration, like complete overachieved any possible goals that you could have had if you even knew that they existed. Yeah, even if you were capable of setting them, you know, a puddle of tears of excitement and life change. Yeah, it's like excitement. All it happened in 60 minutes. Fear. Like excitement, pure like fear. Yeah. Um, See the finish line. And then, and, and there's the other Derek. I forget other Derek's last name. He's one of the owners. Robinson. Of, Robinson, yeah. yes. Who who hit me to the um, to the fake Theragun? Uh, oh, this podcast is not sponsored. I, <laughs> <laughs> hit me. And he was and, on a few uh, a few months yeah, ago. Dr. Was uh, Derek Robinson was like, 
whoa, okay, beast mode. Like he was, yeah. he was all over it, and he was the Olympian that I was looking at, going, "Golly, he's huge!" Like, yeah, the this dude guy's is a freak. scary, Jack. And I mean, that's when I felt what a, a great guy, great guy. Yeah, super. Like from afar, like I'm not talking to him because Ever. he will hurt me. He will hurt me, or, or <laughs> like totally I'm not afraid that guy. of his like judgment. I don't know. <laughs> right. To answer your question, there is. I can only think probably uh-huh. the only time that I swung my leg over a big boy motorcycle. Oh. And like my dad looked at me and was like, are you ready? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've read any like John Eldridge, anything like that, like, mm-hmm. like wild at heart. Yeah. Like, I used to make fun of that stuff like crazy, like, okay, Mr. <laughs> you know, sure. it's a, it's a little, but I had that experience. They uh-huh. talk about the cowboy experience where yeah. it's like that affirmation was like, you got it. You uh-huh. have what it takes. That is the only other time I'd say in all of life mm-hmm. when I was like, got on that bike, fired it up, you know, that the, the things, you know, and I could feel like the affirmation just mm-hmm. like running through me, like from the father, just yeah. like you have what it takes. Well, and that's, I mean, that's to, to me, that's a good parent. It's the parents that are that willing to wait until you realize what they've seen in you like your whole life. Oh, you know? oh yeah. Like yeah. and that was the moment. And and he and he looks back and was like, about time, you ready now? You ready? Like yeah. you wanna get you wanna go for a real ride now? Yeah. And like, that I've been and waiting. Like, and like that <laughs> I think that is what God says to us. Sure. As I think that's what like able bodied or, or differently abled, I don't care. I mm-hmm. think that's what we feel and like like Derek Brown and and Robinson and like Ian and Amanda and like all them there were like are you ready? Yeah. And yeah. there was no like uh, well we can we can you know you can use a and like and like Derek Brown had me using a plate just a 45 uh-huh. to like flip you know flip to the ground flip it up and do, what what is that from like I, I forget the terminology but like from ankles to overhead like a like basically moving the bar from ground all the way. Like a snatch of some kind. Basically snatch. Yeah. I never, he was like. Could be ground to overhead, but it could be anything. Anywhere, but, basically. Yeah. And Derek was like, yeah, you're not, you don't have the hip communication for a snatch. He could see it immediately. He was sure. Like, you don't have the hip communication for a snatch. So take a plate, flip it like, uh-huh. like laundry, and then put it over your head. Yeah. I'm sitting there for time, like cranked out a hundred of those. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, that's. That's no joke of a workout. Like, and then, yeah. And, and like, yeah, 50 total bar run 800 meters. And then they, they end on this thing called body armor. And I was okay. like, all right, sick. What's that? And they said, that's uh that's 20 reps, body weight bench. And I was like, let's go. I just like, <laughs> I said, he said, how much you weigh? I said, 135. And I said, rack up 135. Uh-huh. Bam, bam, bam. And these guys start freaking out. Uh-huh. They're like, Oh shoot! So it's not like your whole body. <laughs> no, it's like, no. So you're saying it does work? So <laughs> C- cerebral palsy. It works. Uh, it works. <laughs> yes, my chest, my pectorals do work. Yeah. And so they, and I was like, hey, Derek said, "You want more?" And I said, "Yeah, I want more. Let's do body armor." And so, boom. Yeah. And then like like farmers carry like <laughs> you know eighty. I did this little like like nothing weight like eighty pound farmers carry. Yeah. And then just. And then, then the Amanda thing happened mm-hmm. and I had never cried so hard in my life mm. and yet felt like this like rock star. Yeah. Like just that kind of, 
I had, I had never felt like if you if you just hold like five year old Chase, mm-hmm. like you are going to affect people, yeah, and people are going to love you through this, mm-hmm. and you're going to be empowered to go and do this thing, yeah. And that's like you know Nashville fit. They they reached out and they said, "Hey, we're doing an issue on recovery, mm-hmm. and we want to talk about you." Yeah, and I was like, "You me." Me? You want to talk about me? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm. And that's and that's where it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what if? I mean, kids could be raised in terms of you can make a difference, as as opposed to like you get what you get and like yeah, cards dealt. Make sure you get yours. Period. No, I think I think we need to tell our kids no, right? ma- no matter what, yeah, no matter what walk of life they're in, I think the be- the best thing we can ever tell our children is you're born to make a difference. Yeah. Like God God doesn't And, make and that's mistakes. not weakness. That's not like uh that's not a lack of of masculinity, it's not a lack of power. That's that's uh making the world different. That's making yourself different. That's making yourself better, you know, and stronger. Well, you can't, I mean, you can't do that without vulnerability. You can't do that without courage. Mm -hmm. And like that, as like Brene Brown talks about, like the face down moment where you're, you're face down, like me in the middle of that workout, like I have CP right now. I still have it. And that is ringing in my head going, you have CP, you have CP, you have CP. You can't do this. And I'm face down Mm. mentally going, yeah, yes, Yes, that is true. Like I have it, but but I'm gonna finish this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, there isn't probably no other time in life if we're just talking about like embodiment and physical being and emotional being mm-hmm. that I experienced a paradigm shift and change in 60 minutes. Yeah. And then they, we just go about, let's go eat. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You know, like, <laughs> that's over. All right. That's over. And, and like coming home, but wait, like, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. Can we have cake at least? And then, no, just like explaining that to like family and friends. Like at the uh-huh. time I was like, you don't understand. Like I no, I just changed. Like you, I, I it's like, I have like a different tattoo or something. I'm yeah. Like, you don't, you yeah. don't, don't you see it? Like, you're still walking the same, mm-hmm. but your mind isn't. Yeah. Your spirit isn't. Mm-hmm. It's like you just like upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's, I feel like that's what like, I feel like that's what like Paul talks to the churches about so much mm. is like you, you can be evident, like there is evidence of change. Like, Mm. Like Philippians four, thir- like I can do all things through Christ is like something my my mom used to speak over me all the time, and it like annoyed me so bad. As right, like, yeah. Okay, mom, I just fell on the skateboard again, but I can do all things. Philippians four thirteen. I know, and like she made me say it, and like now I'm so thankful for that. You like, went to college, she gave it cross stitched on a pillow to you. Like, <laughs> you sleep on this every night. You bet. Oh, you don't. Don't. She would be like, um, I would. I'd do it. I'd do it. <laughs> I would. Um, you know, I, I remember kind of at one point I like stopped being annoyed by that. And I was yeah. like, wait, like that's, I know Paul was talking about being in prison, but yeah. like, what am I talking about right here? I'm just talking about like finding normal. Yeah. This is normal. This is the new normal. Yeah. You're, you're not in fact imprisoned by CP. No, you're set free. Hmm. 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 What a thought. 
imagine that? <laughs> it's dude, yeah. There's I, there's good days and bad. Like you, absolutely we bad yeah. days. But but it is. Wait, you mean <laughs> when you changed, it wasn't like all like farting rainbows nope, and stuff? Nope, didn't fart. Oh, well, I I mean sometimes. Yeah. Um, but he, no, he, yeah, because he, because change change might be systemic, but it's not. It's modular at the right. same time. Change is modular and like. I think my I think my like community changed. Like I just remember mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. getting in with like Ryan Freebing and like Sam Carbon and like Jake McKenzie with Lululemon Hill Center, who's yeah. who's in leadership over there, was like, "Dog, you're doing what? You're doing what?" And mm-hmm. like brought me into that community, and it was like he would introduce me. Like Jake would introduce me. Like this is Chase, dope musician, fitness. <laughs> like that. It was this like bro, like chest bump, like dope musician, uh-huh. great like. Singer, guitar player, DJ, and fitness. And yeah. I, I just remember going, really? Like, yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah. kid in a candy store. Uh-huh. Like, me? Like, can like. You write that down. Can me, can yeah. Can, you write, can I, like, get can, that, like, on a business can card? Can I put that on my Tinder? Fit- oh. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is, like, you know what's really funny is, like, going back to that? Like, uh-huh. the whole playing field started changing when mm. one. This is really weird. When okay. one photo uh-huh. from CrossFit goes up, Ding 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 uh-huh. ding 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 and and that's hilarious. It's yep. so funny how our culture moves that way. It's like you see, it's like the Instagram fit model thing is like guy or girl. Like yeah. you, you see that and you're like, oh, that's, well, that's kind of cool. Like yeah. that's attractive to me. So like, and somebody be like, oh, you're you're into fitness. You're into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, but there's there's a little bit more of a story. Yeah. And like that's where like I'm just talking the social aspect now, either yeah, yeah, dating yeah. or friendships, whatever. But, like, that's where it's at now is, like, somebody thinks you're into fitness. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, there's more to the story. Yeah, fitness it's not, beats in my mouth. That's, no. exactly. <laughs> no, like, my, you wouldn't believe my macros. They, they're like, oh, you, they're like, you want to gain weight? You want to get bigger legs? They're like, you're looking about 3,700 a day. I was like, who even has the money for that? Yeah. I don't, you know. Um, so, all right. So, previously, Tinder Profile. <laughs> Back to the disclaimer. Thing. Disclaimer. Yeah. Now you're writing your new Tinder profile. Oh God, I don't even use. T- oh man. Hypothetically, Hi- this yeah. is this colloquially is just, speaking. Yeah. Yes. What What would it say today? That's funny. It's. I, would I, you just redline disclaimer? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of like more into you know meeting people organically. The I know, I know, but we're going hypothetical. Yeah. So I would say no. I, there wouldn't be a disclaimer because. Yeah. And when I was using those things, like in in the time in the throes of my like experiencing fitness and like learning mm-hmm. that, it was like I don't have to put that I have CP in mm. my bio. What a thought! Like I don't have to. I I I can be what I want to, not just on the internet, but like in life. Like yeah. I can be. You know, I can write. I like staying healthy. I like mm-hmm. staying active. Well, somebody's going to ask naturally why mm-hmm. it's not, and it's not bait. I don't say that as a way to like bait people into asking that question, right. but that's a whole heck of a lot easier than this giant disclaimer trademark, you know, yeah. having this capital D disclaimer that has defined me for so long. But is that because you're more, more comfortable with who you are more so than feeling the need to, uh, bait or warn 
people for their yeah. emotional why, why should I why should I jump out in front of something that I'm creating I'm creating in my mind a scenario that I have to jump out in front mm-hmm. of like a freight train and yeah. make sure that they don't think like they don't I have to warn them like hey you're dealing with a lot of baggage here yeah why do that mm-hmm. and that's like some I'm still working on the daily like it's not like sure. I got that like sorted well and that's but, still gonna hurt you know regularly it's still going to hurt like any Charlie horse or a spasm or like yeah. re- recovery, like it's still going to hurt. And so now like, yeah, the hypothetical Tinder profile would be honest. Mm. It's not, oh, not, there's nothing to hide from yeah. now. And granted it takes, I think it takes like a certain degree of, like fearlessness to not be tailored, to not be like buttoned up and all that stuff. Sure. But and we all do that to some degree, but I think embracing, I think embracing being differently abled takes a lot of different facets and it has a lot of different faces to it. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I think the hypothetical Tinder bio, if I can be a, a little more like a metaphor is not trying to walk differently when we're walking on the sidewalk. Mm. That's the tender bio mm. is like, you know what? Yeah, it's here. Like, yeah, it's here. What do you, what do you have? You know, mm-hmm. what do you tell me your story? Tell me, yeah. Like, tell me your not ailments, but like, yeah, where, where are you? Well, you and, and that's, that's what it's all about on this journey. Yeah. You know, it's, Coming into an existence, stepping into who you are mm-hmm. as as a human, yeah, whatever that is. Like we yeah. all have baggage. People may be able to see yours quicker than mine, yeah. You know, even though I kind of walk with a limp too, but that's a totally different reason. Yeah, uh, sure. But you know, like <laughs> I have messed up hips, but yeah. But like you are who you are, yeah. And what you thought you were doing to help someone else was really just creating a safety blanket for you. When you would experience pain, the whatever you would receive, yeah, you know, pain, which would be pain, yeah. And, and now you've had these um, times in your life that have been life altering in a way that wasn't negative, like you experienced as a child. It was, but positive. in fact, empowering and positive right. that helped right. you lean into, not in terms of lean into. Of going, well, this is what it is. You know, I guess I'll just suck it up. But in terms of like, this is what I am. Let's see how far this can go. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, that's, that's where these journeys yeah. just blow people up emotionally. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, crap. When I hit that wall, like, I go the other way. But you've had these times where you've, you've yeah. hit and you've gone through that. Even if it's just a step. Even if it's just a little, whatever it is. Like, and, and then you've land on the other side and you're like, holy crap, like, look yeah. at this now. Like, yeah. what else can happen now? You know? Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's like, it's positive reinforcement. It's like the things that would have, you put it in a good way. It's like what normally would have been a negative light have been flipped to a positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it speaks to my community more so than it does me, I think, is like you surround yourself with people that are ready for that kind of empowerment and can facilitate that. But I think, but I, I don't know. I, I think you're selling yourself short on okay, it. Okay. Well. Be- because <laughs> the more confident you are and comfortable with who you are, right, enables everyone around you to be okay with it. Yeah. 
because they're like, well, I, you know, I might as well be okay with my stuff. Yeah. I might like, as well be okay. Like if you meet people and, and they give you a look and you go, yeah, I got CP. I walk weird. They're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, like they're probably like, fine. You know, like if you're confident yeah. about that or and whatever, the old, and comfortable the with old it. me would be like basically warning them. So yes. that I get a safety blanket of their approval, right? Their approval, right? They say, "Well, that's okay. Thanks for telling me that. Uh-huh. Uh, that's okay. Thanks for telling me." Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. And and that's like sick. Like I, I hear that now, and I hear that like old version of me. Sure, that's like not embracing that. Mm-hmm. And but we all do it in different ways. It. We all do it in different ways, and, and like. That's kind of what the rebuilding ability thing is. Is like it's more about it's like let's rebuild the heart, let's rebuild the mind, mm-hmm. and and you know fitness is a byproduct. You know fitness yeah. as a person with CP is a byproduct of honesty, is a byproduct of vulnerability, and yeah, like well, isn't it more of like like a conduit to that? Yeah, like isn't it connecting those things? It's connecting those yeah. things. That's the that's the idea with with like chase as a fitness person is mm-hmm. like that identity, so to speak is like, let's, let's make that a conduit, a, a pipe to we're talking about fitness, but it's, it's not about throwing weights. We've heard yeah. this cliche all the time. It's, it's about the, sh- the show up, you know, the showing mm-hmm. up and ma- and making it happen, you know, like, and CrossFit I think does a great job of that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not ready for it, they yeah. scale it so that you are, mm-hmm. which is a great sales tactic, I think, which is great <laughs> yeah. on the sales front because it make it does make you want to sign up. But mm-hmm. like, it it has a great way of leveling the playing field. Mm-hmm. And when Nashville fit, when you know Ryan and Lindsay came around, and and so we want to do this, and that was kind of that was kind of the do or die moment, the crossroads of okay, do we do I hide like <laughs> do we think you know like. Yeah. like and when I say we, I'm think, I'm talking about like the mental space, like mm-hmm. we, like saying, like kind of that deciding in your mental, you know, crossroads of like, do I hide now or do I just get it out there? Yeah, and just go into this fitness world that I know I don't belong in, mm. but let's do it. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, pretty. I had some friends recently over the past year. They've just been like, "Hey, you should get certified." Like mm. in passing, they're like, "You should just why don't you get your certification?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why?" I'm like, "Cause you like this stuff. Cause you cause you're good at it. Like yeah. you've taught me things. Like uh, friends that I've talked to." And so after I left Apple, I was like, "Screw it!" Called up NASM, and I was like, "Hey, here's my story. I want to do this." And I've in school now to become a certified personal trainer. Cool. It's yeah. Just like, yeah. All right. Like, let's take it to the next level. So like, that's probably the next thing I want to be doing is either like, I'm kind of working on this book right now. It's kind of like in its infantile seedling stages, mm-hmm. but it's like at, at the next outset of it, it's like, I'd really like to be teaching people. Like I want to communicate with people on this level yeah. And rebuild ability. Like, mm. let's do it. That's cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, this is this has triggered a whole whole new thing for direction and 
what you're doing? Really? Yeah, I would, I would say, I mean, it's I like, it's definitely an aspect of life that I think will be timeless for me. Like mm-hmm. that I think will be like, you know, being a musician by trade and everything, like it's a great way, like, uh, you know, the music world as a whole, like, like entertainment world can be like, systemically like not very healthy like okay it can just happen that way it's mm-hmm. just it is what it is like you're sitting in the producer's chair like it, it happens but i want to find a way to yeah kind of conduit those together and marry them together so that it's like you know i don't really forget about the story that brought me here yeah and yeah what's a way i i don't know at all what that looks like yet but the goal is just going to be to find I want to find basically what God wants for me mm-hmm. in having more Amanda stories. Yeah. More stories yeah. like that. Or I can, I can look in the eyes of a child mm-hmm. and say, I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. Like you're going to hear some alternative messages. <laughs> Let me tell you a different one. You know, like that's it. Yeah. Quote this barbell voodoo today. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to hear some messages. Let me tell you something different. Yeah. And that just like amped me up. I want to tell you a different story. Kid. I want to tell you a different Come story. Come along with me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. I, I had that. Yeah. That was Anthony. That was Angela. Lance. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody. Yeah. Was like, yeah, we see what you're doing. Come with us. Right. Yeah. That's it. By the way, we don't use the word can't. So come on. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. that's what we say. That's, that's what we say all the time. Like In CrossFit. Just yeah, I'm, I'm, I've adopted in my life. Like yeah. my one of my girls said, I can't do that, and I said, I'm sorry, we don't use that word. And she was like, What? And I was like, We don't say can't. You know better than that. You ask her to clean her room. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. yeah. no, it was some kind of ability thing. Like oh, gotcha. you know, like okay. And and I'm oh, like, someone no, you, train, you may right? not be able to do it right now. Yeah. But the can't is is not something we say. Um, and people call me on it all the time because, like, I work out at 5 a.m. I don't know what I'm saying half the time anyways. Yeah. But they'll be like, you know, strict handstand push-ups, and I'll be like, I can't do that. Um, and they'll be like, what did you say? handstand push-ups? Wow. Yeah, we, we have some stupid programs sometimes. Nice. And um, and I'm like, no, I can't do that. And they're like, excuse me? What did you say? And I'm like, yeah. Today I can't do that. That might not be in the future, but today yeah. I can't. Okay, <laughs> it's like I think, I think there's yeah, there's like a serenity prayer for CrossFit. Like, like give me the strength to know what I can, to what I cannot change. That's right. Like I don't know, but uh, there's like a serenity for strength yeah. and push-ups. I mean, part but part of that is any 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 kids who who are told at some point, you know that. You can't do that. And to go, you know, I'm sorry, that's actually not a word we use. Like, I, I might not be able to have the ability to do that right now. It took some people. But, in my, it took some people in my life who were willing to. There's another girl at Starbucks that I worked with named Anna, who mm-hmm. was my first kind of military, like no pity party. Oh, it, yeah. yeah. She was like, I was doing wall sits. I mean, I was doing all this stuff. And she yeah. was like, basically, get your butt off the ground and stop that. Stop uh-huh. that mess. And I first I got mad at her. This now this is like way years back in sure. college. I got mad. I was like, can't you see that huh, this is hard? And she was like, You've made it this far. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Feel like why like do this? Yeah. Right now. She's like, I've got to get you prepared for this Pilates class or you're gonna die. Oh, yeah. 
And that same, you know, I sent her the picture from CrossFit with with, with, yes. with DB, uh-huh. and she had she had not seen me in any sort of like revealing at, <laughs> since then. So I'm like shirtless and doing yeah. the whole CrossFit thing, right? And she was like, "Chase, is that you?" Like, oh my god, and like mm-hmm. that. Whoa, you know. And mm-hmm. so coming that thankful to the people that said, "I know you've heard some different messages. Yeah, here's a new one. Let's yeah. write a new story." Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and and I think it's the worst thing that anybody can do is settle for the story they think they're living, when they yeah. could they could write a new one, you know, at any age, just at a, any point, just a perspective shift. Yeah, that's all you need. You you can yeah. start writing a different chapter and then see what the next chapter is going to be. And, you know, that's right. Well, Chase, I have loved having oh, you man. on. It's been awesome. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll do it again sometime when your book comes out. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, you, so hurry up and finish that. I know, right? I need to do um, that. But yeah, I appreciate you coming on today. Oh, Jacob, thanks, man. All right, it's we'll talk long. to you later. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.